should should we dedicate this to Eddie Van Halen? I don't know if you were a Van Halen fan. Oh, dude. Yeah, I was. I think we should. Yeah, I uh, I, I thought they were great. Um, you know, my my old man got me into Van Halen. You know, Van Halen one still yes incredible is one of the best records ever agreed yeah i put it up there with zeppelin and you know some of the classic greats but uh yeah yeah i didn't yeah, get i to mean see that uh, i mean yeah van halen won top to bottom there's not a bad song on there yep agreed yeah they were uh they came out like when i was in my you know the teen years when you start listening to music a lot you know so they were huge. I just remember how huge they kind of swept the scene. And then, by the way, like I, I want to say that Van Halen was my first exposure to a, a dive flag. I was going to say diver down, man. All that's why I thought maybe we should dedicate this to. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. I'm liking it. Divers is because of the old Diver Down album, which which wasn't one of their best albums for sure, but uh, did have a it dive had some flag good, as a cover. It had some good yeah. songs on on Diver Down, though. Because I, I, I do remember that album because my, my dad had that album. I used to listen to that. Mm-hmm. I used to, my, my dad's name was Bill, and I used to like that song, Big, Big Bad Will is Sweet <laughs> Will <Now." laughs> See, I, I love David song. Lee Roth. I know a lot of people like, oh, he's it, you know. Dude, David Lee Roth is, <laughs> he's one of my, like, uh, spiritual idols. I'm telling you. Do you know he's got a podcast? Yeah, 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 it's awesome. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's hilarious still. The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando. I used to jog, but the ice cubes kept falling out of my glass. You're not a rock star until you can spell subpoena. Who's your favorite Australian? Speaking of Australians, do you have a favorite? Yeah, Bon Scott. Oh, really? Yeah, ACDC. Like, uh, I like no Mason, doubt, ACDC. no doubt about it. Uh, I'm more of a um, Olivia Newton-John. Olivia. Back in the day. Now that's uh, boy, I, I tell you, that's Greece. Yeah, that's, Greece uh, that's did a it. Good one. That's a good one. Yo, what's shaking? Oh, I'm, I'm just torturing myself. <laughs> go, go on. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, on scuba board. Oh, dude. I know I was on there uh, a couple days ago before the before the debate. Oh, were you? Yeah, I went on to check out the um, the split fin discussions and oh, yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Kind of see see how things were on old scuba board. I yeah, will so say to get I, I ready was, for uh, to get ready for the debate. Yes, yeah, I had a little bit of research for my for the uh, arguments, but uh, yeah, I wasn't disappointed. 
it hasn't changed. <laughs> like every now and again, you know, me being the nerdy guy wanting to wanting to see if there's any talk out on the town. Oh, I just uh, was looking for uh, any uh, anybody out there talking about podcasts. See if we popped up. And yeah, anything. And uh, every now and again, I see some some stuff pop up about us. But cool. I I came across this post called "Is Dive Certification Really Necessary?" Yeah, yeah. That's not a uh, new discussion either. Uh, yeah. No, definitely not. <laughs> now you wouldn't know that by the twenty nine pages of commentary oh, really? that goes on. It's a bit. It's a big one. Yeah. I well, mean, didn't I mean uh, make yourself a sandwich if you're going <laughs> to sit down and go through this? Didn't uh, old Jason Meany have a, a little live broadcast on his um, dram of a dram of diving um, deal? It's something along these lines. Yeah, yeah, he he invited us to to come, and I know I couldn't because it was in the middle of a day, and uh, yeah, I had a bunch of crap going on. But uh, I wanted to. I thought it's a it's a kind of a cool topic in the sense of it's. I thought it's a. I think uh, it's a really good topic. Yeah, there's there's arguments to both sides. I mean, I I I get both sides. I mean, ultimately, I I fall on a yeah. You should uh, probably have a, a a general standard within the community to ensure basically safety, <laughs> right? <laughs> Otherwise, you open the door for a whole lot of mishaps. It's a it's a fun little discussion. I'm thinking, let's. Uh, you want to go through it? Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to talk about that. That's. All right, like I've been I up said. here. I've been up here reading this thing. I'm gonna run over, take a pee. Okay. Start off with a pee break. Okay. Get your pee break. I gotta go uh, make a fresh pot of coffee. Hey, are you going diving this weekend? Keep your mask clear with the one, the only. The professional's choice. 100% all natural. Reliable clarity. PFAR. Refill daily. Keep your mask clear. Never fear. Defog with PFAR. Not kind of be scientists whatsoever. Uh, we did get another review that I wanted to mention. That really makes me feel good. Oh yeah, yeah. We've got overwhelming, overwhelmingly out of our hundred and fifty some reviews nowadays, five stars. I think there's well, like two nice. or three one stars in there. That's nice. Yeah, I know that there is a four. And clearly, star. some people. Goddamn Clearly four a star. couple people that weren't listening and gave uh, two, three, and four stars. Four. <laughs> One or five people. Come on. If you're gonna I go don't think... The, if you're going to go through the trouble to leave a rating and a review, either five star and say something awesome about, you know, five star and say something great about us, or one star and tell us off. Rip us. Yeah. Rip yeah, us a new one. Yeah, don't there's no a four, Don't just do a four-star and go. But this one was great. It says, informative and hilarious five stars. It's from a Saxman 5504. Thanks, Saxman 5504. Saxman says, 
Started listening to the show in June and have listened nearly every day since. He's posting this on September 17th. So <laughs> since it's June, it's been all Great Time Podcast. His awesome. wife must be thrilled. <laughs> Old Jamesy and even older Brando share great scuba and scuba-adjacent articles and add hilarious but well-informed insights. Nice. Well, thanks. As oh, a there's new more? diver, there's more. He keeps Jesus going. Jesus Christ, going. this is my birthday. I know it, I know it. That's why I told you this, this really made me feel good. As a new diver, they've helped me ask my instructors questions that never would have occurred to me. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Well, that's kind of one of the main goals, kind of our mission statement, to change, change the industry, the way people view diving education. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm glad it's hit somebody right, right. in the fields, like it, it hit us. Fields. Yes. They're getting it. I like it. And I would like to say that thank you to everybody that's out there because 2019 is shaping up to clearly be another increase in listenership for Great Dive Podcast. Just keeps getting more and more and more listeners growing every year. Did you mean 2020 or 2019? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2000, yeah. Uh, You're sorry, trying to yeah, forget yeah. this whole year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Wipe exactly. it off the boards. Never happened. But we're on the path to another increase. Like it. Well it's good. Over we're going in the quarter, right direction. Yeah, well over a quarter million plays so far. Our top three episodes to pee or not to pee still number one really all i ever really needed to learn you know came from cave diving you know that episode and then uh, panic prevention is is still holding in at number three there i know people like that Uh, i mean uh, i think there's uh, a good amount of especially newer divers that when they see that title i mean it it kind of uh they get what it's about you know yeah, for sure. You know, and those people out there that you know are certified, um, but never really got that. Yeah, good long you know saturated education. They just got the quick, quick dunk. Let right. the you know the, they got to steep in the water for a couple. You minutes were baptized. Basically, pulled that they were uh, tea bag out and <laughs> sent you on your way. Yeah, yeah, they were baptized, given their uh, walking papers, and go go dive. Kind of that's thing. a that's a good way to put it too. Just a yeah. quick baptismal dump. Here's your C card. You are now, <laughs> you know, indoctrinated in the Church of Scuba. Right into the community. Go about your way <laughs> and uh, don't die. Well, that's. I think the thing is that's exactly when they get their dunking. When they get that card, uh, not every single one, but I mean, when we speak, we speak in. Uh, generalities the main uh, bell curve of scuba diving the people coming out there with their new certs uh basically it's don't die you know don't die that's that's their uh credo instead of instead of really enjoying the dive really knowing what you're doing and and being so comfortable that you know the the mishap isn't even uh, a question that's not even gonna happen versus what I think the majority get, which is I lived, I, I went underwater, I was 
stressed out the whole damn time. Uh, never, f- never felt that, you know. Right. Confidence. Yeah. That's and that's why there's so much of a dropout rate. Oh yeah. And oh, then yeah. the other the other half of it, or other part of it, I wouldn't shouldn't say half, but is the people that are just overly confident because they oh, they yeah. bought the story hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. That uh, I can go to 130 feet. Yeah, they don't understand when shit goes down. All those things that, you know, your shear water isn't going to pull you back. Your uh, your air McDoodle isn't going to pull you back. It's your it's your own confidence or your own skill set, I should say. And yeah, it's going to tell you how to come up, yeah. but you still got to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know if it's going to tell you how to. It's just going to give you numbers. I mean, yeah. But anyway. And uh, real quick, you know, our top three countries... United States, still with the gold medal, number one. USA, USA. USA. <sighs> number two. Good on you, mates. All right, uh, hey. Australia. Now that's a knife. Australia. Now that's a knife. Good on you, you little rippers. Thanks you for listening Sheilas. to the Great Dive Podcast. You blokes and Sheilas out there, mate. <laughs> We we really got to work on that Australian one. I'm horrible with it. I'm terrible with it. Not that I'm good with any of my accents, but I think Australian is down there. And a real quick uh, shout out because it is early in the month and we did get that notice from Patreon. Huge shout out to everybody that's Patreon sponsors out there. A, a few new Patreon sponsors coming into the game uh, recently that helps us pay the bills for all these accounts that we have to have to get this show to you guys every week and makes it all worthwhile. Yes. Thank you so very, very much. Muchas gracias to our Espanol. Yes, from the from the bottoms of Brando Splitfins, he wants to thank you all. <laughs> yes. So as I was saying, when we... Um, <clears throat> so I got on the board... I was looking to see if anybody was talking about election madness at all. Yeah. So I just uh, typed up, uh, you know, you know, looked up podcast in the in the search bar. Right. Nobody was talking about election madness yet. Son of a bitch. Yes. Yeah. Come on, man. Still, still new to the people. But um, I noticed this post about is dive certification really necessary? Because we popped up on it. Somebody basically said, all you got to do is listen to Great Dive Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so that, that's that's how this, that's how I came across this thread. But then I, I went through and I started, I started reading. I was like, this guy, uh, this guy sounds like he really knows what he's talking about. And that's, let me <laughs> <laughs> he's in a, a little, an <laughs> informed little diver. More. Yeah, an informed yeah. diver. That's what the uh, the industry does not want. It's just like used car salesmen. What do they not want? They don't want an informed customer. So if there's no way we have the time to read through all of these, <laughs> I mean, it's it'd be you know two hours of reading nonstop, yeah. you know, yeah. to, to get through all of these. So I'm gonna bounce around. Condense it, and and I know, and I know there's probably some really good good posts in here that I'm going to miss, and I apologize if you've got a gem in here and I missed it. 
feel free to send us a one-star review on iTunes and say you would have given us five had I <laughs> had I read your post while going through this scuba board thread. But I, I guess, you know, you mentioned this earlier that this is like another one of the conversations that's been going on for years. Right. And really gets off the rails when it's on the internet, you know, because any, <laughs> anybody weird. can say anything <laughs> and anybody yeah. like people are so easy and free to attack somebody, you know, when they don't have to be worried about standing in front of someone and getting mm-hmm. their clock cleaned. Yes. You know? Keyboard commandos. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> and like, like most interesting threads, you know, this got this thing talking about certification, you know, is it really necessary or not? It goes off the rails talking about, of course, lawyers and fitness models and COVID and marathon running <laughs> all, all the way to, to Bob Marley. You know, <laughs> you know it's, it, it's all, it is typically all over the place. Did uh, 30, 30 pages of it. Did, uh, did it end with someone comparing uh, the, other, the other commenter to Hitler? Because uh, I can't remember what that rule is, but that that's the rule on the internet is eventually you'll be compared to Hitler and the argument's over. So, <laughs> Well, interesting you say that because uh, <laughs> not, um, not exactly that, but this is what I do. Like when I see an interesting thread, I'll, yeah. I'll read the first one, check out a, you know, a, a reply or two or, or five, maybe, depending on how good they are and how long they are. Right. A lot of the long-winded ones I just blow right over. Like, uh, uh, yeah. here's a blowhard. I'm not even going to listen to what this guy's got to say. But I generally go all the way to the last one. Like, yeah. like what was the thread killer? Yes. <laughs> you know, I always Where like did we end this? Yeah. What is the one that <laughs> shut it down? And everybody's like, all right, I'm not even, I'm not even playing anymore. Yeah. I'm leaving the sandbox with my <laughs> truck. I'm out of here. Uh, and, and the last one currently that's in here was, looks like it was from yesterday at, uh, eight o'clock or something like that, but it's not bad. It's a, it's a good one talking about a guy that started diving in the late fifties, you know, and basically did learn a lot on his own and went through some intense training to get the, uh, certification that he got, but he makes mention that, you know, he'd started in a pool, got into scuba like in 1959. And then, you know, it was a couple years later that he was actually certified as a diver by LA County. Okay. And how getting the gear, being motivated, being excited, being a good swimmer, being a good waterman, you know, eventually, you know, he went on to do all kinds of diving stuff and has been for decades. Nice. But if we go, if we get this started for the people that haven't read this yet, and like I said, you can go to Scuba Board and just search podcast and you'll find this because we're mentioned in it somewhere. Or you can look up dive certification. I don't know where it falls in the list of dive certification. I'm sure there's a lot more threads about that. But the thread is, is dive certification really necessary? And the post starts out by saying, Just like the title asks, is it? I'm really starting to wonder. Case in point, I went diving with a guy 
several years ago that supposedly was certified, and I ended up rescuing him because of his gross incompetence. He was allegedly open water certified by his brother-in-law with a private class. Upon questioning him after the incident, it was apparent that he knew next to nothing about basic scuba. More recently, I met up with another friend of mine down in Monterey on a Sunday to do a congratulatory fun dive with him on the last day of his ocean dive portion of his open water class. There were several things that either he forgot or never learned on his SSI class, like 15-foot safety stop, water pressure, and expanding gas laws, and a few other things. And this got me to thinking. There really is no law that says you must be certified to go scuba diving. There are no scuba beliefs. It's not like driving cars, flying planes, or cutting hair professionally. The only thing that a person wouldn't be able to do is get on a charter boat or dive at a resort or some other commercial venue that requires proof of certification. An individual could buy a full set of gear and in most cases get air fills or buy their own compressor and be free to do as much private boat diving and or shore diving as they desire. Is it possible to read enough information in books like The New Science of Skin and Scuba Diving plus other printed material and videos online to glean all the information necessary to understand all the critical protocols to dive safety? What is the difference between taking the course online and reading the info in a book? The pool portion, what if a person was to do all the exercises and drills as outlined in the book as opposed to a class setting? The discipline needed to do the drills and not lying to yourself would be the thing. What if someone was exceptionally motivated and had the highest personal integrity to do it correctly? Would it be as good or better than a class? What about mentors? Not instructors, but mentors. Peers that buddy with you and take you out and learn the ropes of real dives. He says, how many people have I seen that barely get by doing skills, and this is in a class setting? How many people have I seen getting answers wrong on the test, but the instructor talks them past it, and it gets marked as reviewed, and they move on? How many people have I seen pass a basic open water class They shouldn't have. Plenty, in my opinion. Too many, he says. Some were very clearly not mentally and physically competent enough to be set free into the wild and expected to survive a basic open water dive on their own with a buddy, maybe on vacation with a dive master holding their hand the whole time. But is this really the definition of an open water diver? I have a different description of what a diver is. To answer the point, no, I have not seen anyone not pass. So what is the point? It seems to me that anyone determined enough to learn how to dive on their own and is informed enough to know how to educate themselves enough to be able to do this activity safely would almost be in a better position. What is lacking is an independent certifying agency that does tests only upon successful completion of the skills. They would not be affiliated with any dive shop or dive school. You learn how to dive either through a school or you can homeschool yourself. When you feel you can pass, you go to the certifying agency and take both the written and in-water skills test for a fee. And upon successful completion, they issue a certification independent of any dive center or dive business brand, etc. 
Think in terms of contractor's licenses, driver's license, or a test-only smog shop. These are test-only type agencies. In this case, a certification would only be needed in cases for commercial passage. I want to discuss this as a thought experiment. And although very um, long and involved, (laughs) it's an interesting question, or, or I mean... Should I say questions? I mean, there's like a a dozen or so points he's trying to address. So there's no no wonder that it, this sparked nearly thirty pages of of comments and popcorn eating emojis. <laughs> yeah, I saw the uh, the Hitler the Hitler movie in there too, that little uh, Hitler scene. Oh, oh did you? How, <laughs> yeah. how long did, how many pages, how many pages does it get to the, to the Hitler, Hitler comes up? I was only yeah. like page three or four. Okay. Uh, but, um, now, I mean, if we, I, I say, uh, you and I, this, this is what I was thinking. You and I can kind of go through his post, right? T- take our time going through this. And see how much time this eats up. Okay. It it could be, we could almost turn this into a two-part if it was exciting enough and we wanted to. Yeah. We could do a whole episode just this post and then another episode in the comments of this post. Yeah, the the problem I see with this question is it's, it's almost an open and shut case if you just boil it down to the simplicity of it, which is... You know, I'm no I'm no fan of the government. First of all, I, I'm a small government person. I want less government, but I also see there's a necessity for uh, to have minimum standards and things. And who's gonna enforce that? What regular just companies competing with each other? He, the problem with that is the marketplace would say, oh, the cheapest one would win because people are motivated by money, right? Yeah, no doubt about it. Just things like that. The the, the highest quality probably wouldn't. So you immediately you have a low-quality product guaranteed if you have a um, uh, just no government interference, no standardization. And... Scuba World has somehow kept the government out of recreational scuba, amazingly. Right. And we do have choices. We do have from the mainstream largest agency, which I would also, from my experience, and I have a lot of experience with it, is it's probably the easiest agency to get certified with. In in the sense of it's the very minimum, very minimum. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, when your mission is to teach the world to dive, you're going to have to have a low entry standard. Well, hold on, just and that, it, just that motto right there: teach the world to dive. Let's break it down. Do they want to teach? We want to share diving with everyone in a very high quality, or we just want to make a huge number of divers. Correct. There's a big difference there. Right, and they both and come I- out of that statement. One implies get the quickest, fastest, easiest class so we, the agency, can get the most money, meaning because there's more people. The other 
you know, implies we want to share diving in a safe, high quality way. I mean, they well, and I, you know what they what, what they're going to say uh, exactly as to to what that means, and and I believe that in you know when the ink was put to paper, yes, you know we want to share this wonderful activity of diving with the world, but what happens out in the field is different. Well, can when I... you when you have you know the you know the basically the subject matter of nearly two hundred of our shows and the <laughs> and many many threads on on boards like this and this one in particular of what you're going to see is when you got people who have you know enter a dive master program with twenty some dives uh, still you know unable to really clear a mask themselves as dive masters instructors with 100 dives to their name putting out divers on a cruise ship with the 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 minimum absolute minimum amount of time and standard teaching the world to dive takes on a new meaning well thank you because you just brought up the points i was going to to bring up which is you know the meaning of teaching the world to dive is really we want we want to get all the divers to pay our money you know all the, all the new divers to come to us pay us money to get certified and we really don't care about the quality because our entry into instructor level is so minimum it's the lowest entry requirements period you you don't have to be a great diver to become an instructor. As a matter of fact, you know, this is a great topic for another show, which is the pathways. And, and Jorge brought this up in that. I don't know. Did you see that email? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's so, some great stuff in there. Right. The, the paths of diving, you know, the common misconception, and I tell you it is a huge misconception, is that the epitome – or the the i the top of the mountain the acme for divers is to become an instructor that it nothing could be further from the truth and you know i was one of those people thought the acme of diving was to become an instructor or a dive master to to be in that leadership position but after having gone down commercial path instructor leadership path and the technical cave path i would say the the leadership path is not not even in the realm of being the best diver you can be it's not it doesn't even address that well the leadership path teaches the corporate agenda very good thank you that's it so when you when you throw that i'm an instructor out there that doesn't that has nothing to me means nothing with regard to your diving ability. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why there. That's why there are two different paths you can take. Right. You know, you you do your open water class or your 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 basic, you know, level one certification. You move up to an advanced level of certification. You have a choice if I can keep you know training to be a better diver or I can start down the the instructor path. If it was what you were saying, that the instructor was the epitome of perfection, there would be every single possible class you could possibly take, and then you could do instructor all the way at the end. 
Well, yeah, assuming classes make you a, a better diver, just classes making you a better diver, it's, and that's not the case. It's not the case at all. The, uh, the general idea out there, if you just go and ask the new diver coming in, just go ask them and you, at the shop you work at. The new diver, after they get their C card, ask them, what do you believe, what level of diving do you believe is the epitome of a great diver? Me, and then give them, you know, what their choices are. Or don't even give them choices. Just after this certification class, so you've gone in and you've learned about scuba, I want you to tell me where you would go, to what level would you go to become the best diver you can be? I I can guarantee you it will be 99%. If if not full hundred would say, I want to be an instructor because that's the most, the highest diving ability there is out there. And that's just not the case. And the reason that is, is because the gateway to instructor is nothing. And that's so that the company could grow and expand and take over and, and continue with their minimum standards, their, their McDonald's well, yeah, so there's fast a, food yeah. scuba. And I'm with you. It's a cancer. I would, and I, I, would I don't hold, mean to be that negative. I would hold too, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the industry side a little bit because I, I don't fully disagree with that, with the, with the understanding of. Wait, you're not taking the industry side, James. You're taking an agency side there because the whole industry isn't like this. There's, there's a difference now, and I, you know, back in the well, day, well, okay, I would yeah, say so I. I'd argue the other side. I'd be like, oh, it's the diver. It's not the agency. But, you know, people don't know, especially new divers. They, they just go to the biggest Well, let, let me say, yeah, there's, there's agencies on both sides, I would say. Yeah. And you're, you're right. There is a difference today than there was a decade or two ago. Decade or three. I think the, the issue is, is, is diving the the experiences out there the equipment out there is growing so fast that the the it? new divers don't understand that they have a a 30 foot certification you know w- when you have 2 hours in the pool and uh you you did an online classroom and you you did four 20 minute dives to 20 feet and whap through some skills on your knees in the in the sand, you don't have, although you were given in the book the science of up to 130 feet, you don't have that knowledge and experience within you as the diver. Right. Yeah. I think that's where the big overstep is. That they gave you the book knowledge, and but not you don't really have the knowledge? I mean... Um... Well, you yeah, because really well, when you go out, because yeah. when you go out into the field, it's yeah. well, it's an eighty foot dive, so we're going to eighty feet. Yeah, no, I get you. You got you got a you've got a certification card. They taught you everything down to one hundred and thirty. Is, well, is the I mean right? You're kind of proving my point in the sense of you got you got instructors with hardly any experience teaching new people that don't have any experience. And so they they assume it just keeps growing. That, yeah, that instructor that's standing on it's, his fins, it's fucking right, Jacques on, Cousteau. The, on the bottom yeah. of the quarry, is it man bouncing from diver to diver mm-hmm. to have them flood and clear their mask as they're 
kneeling waist deep in mud, right. they they see that as the epitome of perfection, and they don't understand the difference. No, you don't know exactly. You don't know what you don't know, and you don't you don't understand that who that instructor is. And again, we go back to this very minimum basic requirements to become an instructor, and it, it's really not. I mean that. It's not really requirements to become a great diver. So I guess my thing is, you should be a great diver if you're going to be teaching people to dive. You should be extremely adept. You should have dived in several different environments at the very least. And you should be uh, you know, able to speak about diving from a viewpoint of great experience. The 100 dives... Is, does not guarantee that in any sense of the word. As a matter of fact, it guarantees you probably don't have a great amount of experience to draw from. Right, right. Could you? I mean, I, I don't know what the standards are, but I highly doubt that I could become a, a snow skiing instructor with having gone down the hill <laughs> you know, one, only 100, 100 times. times. Thank you. Thank you. And down the same hill. You know, imagine you've skied Mount Brighton, uh, you know, for ten years. I don't which, care if you which got for a the people, which for the people around the world is a <laughs> is a a gar an old garbage dump uh-huh. that's turned into a hill that's now covered that with snow in the winter time. Yes, it's it's that about the only top top to bottom takes yeah. you a, about a minute. Yeah, it's the only big hill that I mean, big enough hill to to actually ski on within you know a hundred miles here. So, right, uh, yeah, but exactly. So let's go. Let's look at this guy's post, right? So but hold, says, I, I do yeah. want to say one more thing before we go. Okay, go. Because I, I know we're kind of getting off the rails of should there be uh, a certification or not, and I know I'm just I'm talking about we have some minimum standards. We kind of got lost here, but I do want to say you know you, you mentioned agencies along the same lines as the main big agency, but they're they're. They are there because they want a piece of that pie, that even a small slice of that pie is a big slice. You know, and the agencies that are completely the other end of the spectrum that require, you know, I want to call it like the Harvard of, of scuba diving. The, they're going to put you through the ringer. They're going to teach you a whole bunch of things that the main agency, the, the minimum requirements to say, well, that's not necessary. They go so far above and beyond the, the main or the uh, minimum requirements. So they're, they're the other side of the spectrum. And then you've got a couple, a couple of them that are competing with the main big one, which basically they're about the same. You're right. They, they, and that's the only thing is they're competing with, they're trying to get a piece of that pie. The other one said, we don't care about that pie. We want quality over quantity. We're willing to well, put extra yeah, so time. there's there's the question, right? Yeah. Is 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 the purpose of the agency to put out a quality diver, or is the purpose of the agency to put out a quantity of divers? Meaning, is the purpose of the agency to make money, or is the purpose of the agency to put out a good diver? Thank I you. I think that's another way you could actually address this post: is not is the dive certification really necessary, but what is the purpose of the certification? Very good. I like it. Uh, well, and the purpose so also we'll- has a legal aspect, James. You, without without a general minimum requirement. You open the door to a whole lot of liability should you take people out diving. Yeah, and, and so 
it won't make for a good podcast to answer this question in the first so quick. two, two, <laughs> two minutes of the show. Well, that's why <laughs> this I, is where I'm going. Uh, right? Yeah. So yeah. So we can. That's exactly where I was going with. Right. If Maybe, you look at the question on its face, it you have to have a, a minimum requirement. And yes, it, you do. It has right. To Otherwise, be standardized. Yeah, otherwise the answer is me as a professional, right? I require every single diver. Like I could easily say, no, I, I don't need anybody to have a certification. I'll go dive with you. I'll take you diving for a fee. It requires you to do it. I do an evaluation with each and every single person that wants to go onto my boat. And if you're not good enough to meet my standards, you know, then you need to do, you need to hire me for another day of training. And if we get everything done in one day for you to meet the standards, great. Then you can go dive in the next day. If not, you need another day of training until you meet those standards. (laughs) I think the purpose of the certification there is to, you know, alleviate that so that you can put a larger number of people onto dive boats and, and, and fulfill the economics of the industry. I can show you a card. It shows that I've got those minimum standards. Let's go diving. Well, yeah, exactly, and that's what I'm. I guess that's where we're going. Is unless you have a recognized minimum standard, quote unquote, certification or license, you're going to end up with what you just said. Every time the person wants to go diving, they are going to have to demonstrate that they have the abilities and knowledge, skills, and proper equipment to go diving safely. So they're going to have to basically take a certification dive every time they want to go diving before they're allowed to go diving, which, right. you, I mean, how many times are you going to do that? It's it's a little preposterous, which is it why is. we have the certification. And I think where this guy's point is, he's saying that there's not a standard to the standard, I think is the problem of what he's trying to come up with, right? A standard to the standard. Uh, expand, because everybody, expand cause they've got yeah. the card, which is supposed to be an identification of the standard. It is. It's RSTC standard. Right, but that's not applied because when when he says I went diving with this guy <laughs> yeah. several years ago yeah. and ended up rescuing him because of his incompetence, right? Allegedly, he had his open water card. He took a right. private class with his brother in law, right? But after questioning him, he didn't know anything about basic scuba diving. And I would say it goes we just go right back to the the minimum requirements for an instructor. Okay, so yes. now yeah, so now we're getting into this the the point I think is what where we're really going and you yeah. and I are on the same track, right? Yeah. And he and he says again more recently when he was in Monterey doing his uh dive with his buddy that was getting certified for the first time, right? They got they got out of the water and he was a mess. And the guys he didn't know anything. He says he didn't know about doing a safety stop, he didn't know anything about water pressure or or gas laws or anything. Yeah. Well, which is what got him to thinking what is the point of the certification? Is it just to get on a charter boat or is there some bigger reason to what the certification is supposed to be for? Well, basically there's a bigger reason. The certification is your license to learn. It doesn't really, you know, you really shouldn't be jumping down to 130 feet, even though that's the recreational limit and you have a card that says, you know, I'm a recreational diver, and I know, you know, we're supposed to recommend and say, hey, you're only good to 60 feet. Even 60 feet as a new diver. especially it's too much. In, yeah, in the, in the conditions we have here in, in the Great Lakes, 60 feet in, the, in our local inland lake is a, a dark, cold dive. 
in many cases, right? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was down doing some training with a guy last week, and, uh, you know, I've got him. We're, we're easing our way back up into the into the shallows there at the training site. And we're in about, you know, we're moving up from 20, 15, 10 feet. Yeah. And down in like the, the 30, 40 foot zone, there's a, there's a group of new divers, you know, standing on the bottom, like trying to swim up, yeah. you know, a, a little bit. Right. So they're, they're just kicking and kicking and kicking and churning the bottom so as, right as, there. as they're all giving each other the thumbs up. Yeah. And then after everybody gives the thumbs up, which, which is good, they're all paying attention to each other to give the thumbs up button on the inflate, you know, thumb on the inflator Inflate. button. <laughs> Elevator button Shoosh. up. Yeah. So right Boom, there, right to the surface, right there shows either they have never not been taught correctly, not been taught how to do a proper ascent. Uh, just their, their, position in the water you look over and go you should not have been allowed of the out of the pool yet but they all were exactly and that's what i'm saying my thing is i'm going to make a little bet that that instructor taught them that way i think you're right i agree that's all they know they they were i agree they were taught that right they didn't just do that right they they were they were taught that or maybe you could say maybe they weren't taught that but they weren't untaught that as a, as a reaction of how they wanted to get to the surface. That should have been right. corrected before they were given cards. Before they were in the pool or out of the pool. You should know how to do a proper ascent in the pool before you get into open water. Now, I understand there are places, you know, you got to learn in a controlled environment. You don't have a pool. So don't start getting on me about that technicality. The thing is, you shouldn't be doing open water dives not knowing how to do a proper ascent slash descent. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Yeah. A, a perfectly controlled ascent. Right. And right, or, yeah. go, go ahead. I was just going to say, and right there, that just kind of, you got to go take, you know, keep going backwards. Where did you learn this? Why were you passed? Why are you certified? And then from there, they say, this is how the instructor told me. I can, I can guarantee that's what they would say. And, then you ask the instructor, why did you teach this way? That's the only way I know. That's how I was taught in, in scuba instructor school. And you're like, whoa, whoa we have a problem here. Why is we scuba have a big inst- problem. There. Right. Why is scuba instructor school teaching this? Well, because it's too difficult to teach a proper trend. It takes too much time because we only have this amount of time with these people. I mean, the whole reason you have a, such low standards to become an instructor is so that you can make a lot of instructors, so that you can, quote-unquote, teach the world to dive. You know, you have to have a lot of instructors to teach the world. The world's kind of a big place in that respect. Before you, before you realize, before you gain so much experience and really learn how to dive and then look at your instructor and go, that guy really didn't know what he was doing, you know, when you can look back and your eyes are opened and you go, whoa, that guy really didn't have a lot of skills nor, nor experience. If you go and do 500 to 1,000 dives <laughs> and, you start, and things start to click for you, uh, you'll say, I don't want to become an instructor. Why would I want to do that? It's crazy. Or, or if you do want to become an instructor, you'll say, don't put me into that category with these 100 dive clowns right you know i don't want to be had that same label because there's a difference there's a huge difference between instructors people 
you know, I don't want, I'm not trying to insult all the instructors out there. I know they love diving and whatnot, but wake up. And there's, and there's a lot of good ones out there, but there are, there's, there's still a lot. I would say oh, you see it yeah. at every training site you go to. Yeah, James, I would say and I want to that's why I just want to say this thing is the instructors are preyed upon somewhat because they're they're preyed upon for their passion for diving. And that's what I want to say is I know they're all passionate. They love diving and that's where what we share. It's the um how to do it, how to do it well idea is probably where everybody starts butting heads a little bit. Sure. Yeah, you no know? doubt about it. Yeah. And just because you've you've been down to three hundred feet on your single lady or whatever and done something stupid, that doesn't make you a good diver. As a matter of fact, it's almost the opposite. It, makes I, you, it yeah. is, yeah. I would say yeah. it is the opposite. Yeah, for the vast, vast majority, going going to that depth or doing something stupid like that is just makes you stupid. He says, "How many people have I seen that barely get by doing skills?" And this is in a class setting. Mm-hmm. Again, the. The, the problem here is that they were allowed to continue on. Right. And well, it, yeah, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't corrected. No, well, you, you, the minimum standards are so very easy. I mean, uh, how, many t- how many times have you, have you heard of, of an instructor not wanting to have their, instruct, have their student do another mass clear? Right, because they barely <laughs> they barely got them exactly. through the mass clear, uh-huh. right? And if they do it again, they're they're worried that they're not going to pull it off and uh, get scared and, and not finish. Right, they're so going to quit. Just not do that. Versus, you know, I know how I teach this, and I I'm going to, you know, James, I've seen you teach too. But when I have a person who has a a problem with mass clearing, the you're not going to dive with a mask for a while. Right, exactly. You know? way. Well, then let's just get rid of it. <laughs> yes, you don't need that. You're gonna yep. you're gonna learn that the mask does not supply any gas to your to your lungs and body, and uh, and by I, you know, within about twenty minutes, they they are usually breathing very easily and comfortably without a mask. Not even that, you know. It's just it's just a comfort thing and a getting used to, and that's what it takes is time to to get all of these skill sets. That we feel, this is where I know we agree 100%, we feel are the, the basic skill sets. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's why I'm done teaching per class. Yes. It's, you it's know, it's nuts. We're going to work together, and when you're done, you're done. Right. That's exactly right. It's like, how long will it take me? Well, Until you know, you're done. Exactly. You're, you're done when you're done, when you can do this. <laughs> yeah, and you're going to pay me per day. If it takes you every day for the next 10 years, you're going to be really, really good. <laughs> you're going to be ready when you're done, you know. I, ho- I hope it wouldn't take that long, but for crying out loud, like, I think that's what happens is the the, the classes have gotten so cheap at $199. Yeah. Uh, the instructors are making nothing. They're, they're making, they're working for pennies. They're getting preyed on, James. They're yeah, preyed on they for are their getting, passion. Yes, they're, they're working for so little amount of money per student it's just like, uh, that it's like, how much time am I going to spend getting this guy done? Right. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm in the negative now. I've, I've <laughs> done like four days of class. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't seen my family. Uh, I've drove two hours one-way mm-hmm. trip to get to the dive site multiple times. Oh, yeah, James. And, and and now it's coming out of my pocket to do. Ah, screw it. Just give him the card, and hopefully he'll figure it out on his own. 
Right. That's 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 what the minimum standards and the super cheap classes have done to the to the, the scuba world. Oh yeah, they've shot themselves in the foot. I mean, they again. This is my humble opinion. We had this discussion amongst divers and dive professionals that I know, and and you know people that have been diving for decades. We always have this discussion, and it all comes out. Everybody's pretty much on the same page that I talk to is we as the scuba industry, if you want to call it that, have shot ourselves in the foot in the in the mass race to get to garner the market, right? They uh they've made everything so cheap and easy that scuba doesn't have the same reputation or or allure that it did. It's uh everybody wants to do it as an experience. You know, it's that bucket list, check it off, I did it once and then they move on. Because when they're doing it, you can see the look on their faces. Most of them just want to live. They, they're, they're not having fun, and that's why they don't continue with it. Why would you keep doing something you don't enjoy? You just lift. Right. You know, check it off, move on to whatever, what's next. Yeah, um, I, I went diving. Yes. I'm a diver. Yeah, I, I dove in Grand Cayman. I'm a diver. His next one is, how many people have I seen getting answers wrong on the test, but the instructor talks them past it and gets marked as reviewed, yes. and they move on? Well, that's the, boom, you just nailed the standard right there. It's in the book. That's how you're taught to teach. You got to get 100% reviewed. Yes. Okay, so that really doesn't test them. And you have to be tested to assure that they really have that information and the abilities that are the minimum standards. Not not this review thing. I mean, I don't know. My yes. humble so opinion. Taking, so taking, taking a 50-question exam, getting 15 of them wrong. And then reviewing them. And then, you know, sitting down with your instructor and him showing you which one was the right one and – re-explaining to you why it was right you're saying that doesn't mean that you've mastered all the knowledge you need to master is that what you're trying to say yes yeah you think you think that had to that had that method that whole uh i don't want to call it philosophy that had to be lawyer thing that's a lawyer well of course it is because look at um i mean look at just what what goes on in basic education right in schools right that is no longer an acceptable standard because there's we know that there's a ton of different people that learn in different ways nowadays so just doing the 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 multiple choice exam is not the authoritative big answer for everybody out there but we let that we let that go here well yeah yeah we do because it's easy because it's easy. Because you can because finish we the have class. To, because we have to get certifications. Right. And you can finish we don't the have class to put out. We don't have to put out competent divers. No. We have to put out certifications. Right. They have to fulfill. That's the problem that we've come to. Right. And when you, when you make the minimum standards so ridiculously low, um, and again, this is a lawyer writing all this shit. That, uh, yeah, by the law... They've achieved the minimum standards by by a lawyer's definition, but by someone who dives, it's a joke. 
it's it's not even worthy of uh, discussing. You you would say, get this person out of here for the vast majority. Now, that, that doesn't mean you can't turn out a good diver with that, but I think you have to go above the standards to turn out a good diver. I think it handcuffs you as an instructor. He says, how many people have I seen pass a basic open water class that shouldn't have? And this is just some guy on the Internet. Yes. Right? And so how many just guys on the Internet are out there that have seen the same exact thing? Like every dive site they go to. Go to Every Corey. weekend they go to. They go, okay, we got to stay away from these people because they're going to yeah. be uh, uh, a danger to themselves and us if we get too close. Go to the quarry. That- go anywhere where, there's, where they're teaching diving. I've seen instructors have their tanks on backwards. You know, and they don't – they're instructors. And we've had to point it out. I've had, hey, buddy, you might want to f- check that out because he was getting in it. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I did, yeah, I'm done, yeah, done yeah. getting set up. He's getting in it. I'm like, hey, you know, just silly I'll be stuff. fine. It's go- that's goofy-ass shit, you know. And instructors with shit dragging through the mud, um, standing on the, the bottom, all the, all the other nonsense that we know better. Now, if you would have asked me within my first you know, five years of diving, I wouldn't know any better. Of course not. I remember I did my dives. There was a there was a brick wall at the bottom of the, the training yeah, quarry yeah. that we went to that was about three feet high that we straddled like a like a horse. <laughs> exactly. You know, one leg on each side. We all sat like, you know, belly to backs, mm-hmm. you know, down a line. There was six of us in the water and the instructor stood at the front and you flood your mask, and he bounced to the second one. You flood your mask, bounced to the third one, you know, till he got to the end, and he swam back to the beginning again. You know, so you leave your class like that thinking, this is scuba diving, man. <laughs> You're just sitting there on a, on a wall underwater, flooding and right. clearing masks. And, yeah, goofy-ass shit in, in hindsight, which is always twenty twenty, And that's, you know, probably – gets to the purpose of this podcast that I hope new di- newer divers are listening so that they go, wait a minute, that's that's kind of how I was taught. You know, I, I sat on a freaking uh, deck underwater or I kneeled on a deck or I stood on a deck underwater. So did my instructor and did our, our silly skills, showed them how to do, I could do it once. Even I struggled with it, but I did it once. Well, you can't struggle with it. Not... The, the idea of mastery isn't struggle. <laughs> Do you want, is that your doctor you want? He struggles. He struggles to, to you know, stick I always an IV struggle. Yeah. I always struggle with that aorta, said my <laughs> exactly. cardiologist. I struggle with it, but I get through it. I mangled it up. It looks like hamburger now, but, uh, hey, we made it. We're, you're, you're still living. I know you're not living as well as you'd like to be living, but you're living. I passed. And I know, and I know a lot of the, the – uh, the old industry veterans are going to say, okay, well, we're not putting out. We are the old trying industry to put veterans, out, dude. We are the old uh, industry veterans. No, no. We are we are community are we, veterans. We middle-aged? We are, com- are we middle-aged now? <laughs> we're not Although old. we've been in the, 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 the industry a long time, I think we're community advocates. There you go. Yes, we're community not, not organizers. Industry advocates. Yes. Yes. But I mean, they're going to say, hey, listen, we're not here to put out cardiologists you know, level divers. We're just to, we're just here to put people in the water so they can go see fish and have some fun. 
but you don't even open their eyes to what they could be doing. You don't even show them. You, you as the example, do not show them where they could go and what they should look like. And I agree, and I've, I've thought that for years alongside you. And exactly, and that's exactly, I mean, that's probably at the root is you don't know what you don't know. These guys don't know what they don't know. They've just been doing it a long time in their one environment, still doing the same thing they were taught in the beginning, which is, you know, stand there, kneel there, whatever. Yeah, uh, so it's okay to drag yourself across the bottom. So the industry has for the last many, many decades been a self-perpetuating shit storm. (laughs) (laughs) Shit show. To to quote, to use one of the, uh, I think it's the the word of the year, basically. It's basically the, the 2020 word of the year. Shit show. Shit show. I know I'm, I'm making all kinds of friends in the industry right now, but <laughs> no, no, you're definitely not. You know? But but this isn't this isn't our fault. Like this uh, this guy on on scuba board is who started this, right? Because he says some were clearly not mentally and physically competent enough to be set free into the wild and expected to survive a basic open water dive on their own with a buddy. And he says, is is this really the definition of an open water diver? Yeah, they don't even get taught how to dive with a buddy. They don't. They don't get the basics of team diving. They are told you have to have a buddy. They are not taught how to stay together. They are not taught the intricacies or the the uh, symbiotic relationship of a buddy. Okay? No, they're told to buy a tank banger. Buy a tank banger. That stupid fucking quacking goddamn thing the instructors use. That's why they use it, so that people will see it and go, oh, that's a great way to get attention. I'll go buy one of those dumbass things in the store. Wait, there's a, you mean with, uh, <laughs> with awareness and control and, and planning? You don't need it, yeah. You can, you can stay together yeah. the whole time yeah. without yeah. making a sound? Yeah, I'm making a lot of friends today's podcast. Cause, uh, in, in reality, you know, I, sh- I, I do need to put a little, little disclaimer here. I don't care how people dive. I really don't. Uh, dive the way you want. Don't destroy my visibility for my pictures. But you know, I don't really care. And it's just we got to put a disclaimer on that goddamn uh, election too, because I know I'm going to get death threats over uh, the sp- the split fin thing, which I am not calling for regulate. I don't care if people dive split fins. I really don't. I I think they're ridiculous. But you can dive however you want to dive. I I do not care. Yes, I, I hear you. I hear. That's why. That's why I told Jamie to roll the. I told her to roll the disclaimer. Exactly. There you go. Roll that disclaimer. By the way, Brando's gonna have people on his front lawn with fucking a noose and a goddamn pitchfork. So I mean, it, it after this guy's post, I mean, it literally takes one comment before you see the the popcorn emoji, right? Yeah. So clearly this is, I mean, this is a juicy subject and it's yeah. 30 pages of, of thread of well, people d- going, going into this, which clearly uh, we could spend <laughs> the next month and a half just trying to get to the end of this yes. goddamn thread. My question, we're not going to do, but <laughs> yeah, thankfully, my question, though, is devil's advocate. What is the other side of the argument? 
how can you really justify having no no certification, no minimum standard that is that is uh, across the board and recognizable? I mean, how do you justify it? What what is your argument for it? I get freedom. I'm all about freedom. I'm all about keeping government out of this. I'm all about you know people should be able to do what they should be able to do. You know, just be be free. But the problem lies in the um, the liability and the the easiness, <laughs> the ready uh, readiness or the easiness of someone to kill themselves on scuba and and hold someone else liable for it. Right, right. Culpable. But I mean, I could I could go buy some snow skis, go to the top of the hill, and crash into a whole uh, group of kids. At the bottom, uh, at the bottom of the hill, and but, kill them all. But still, not the same. Not the same at all, really. Is uh, <laughs> you you could say that just about about any you know a bicycle can it can go through and you can, an old person's home and kill people. Uh, a hammer, fucking hammer. You can go and claw hammer people in the head all day. I mean, yeah. Which reminds me, I need to go to the Home Depot. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that argument is kind of, yeah, I get it. I, I gotcha. So, yeah. so listen, the very, the very first response, yeah. the very first response is as a PADI instructor, I have refused to certify several students that would not master the appropriate skills as required. I've had complaints filed with PADI over it, but because I documented all of the issues correctly, the complaint the complaints were discarded after they were investigated. You do not show that you can perform the appropriate skills or learn the required knowledge. You shall not pass. I have gone out of my way many times to help students that are struggling with great success, but they have to want to learn the skills and not just expect to pay and pass. There's a big difference between seeing something in a book and having a skilled teacher actually demonstrate the skills and assist you with the technique. I have also refused to take students out in conditions that I did not feel were appropriate for teaching open water students. I have also seen another instructor take those same students out and certify them despite the conditions. I do not believe they ever dove in Florida again. The rush was they were taking a vacation to the Caribbean and wanted to complete the certification before they left instead of doing the referral for their destination, which I believe was twice our price for the referral. They had the money and were just too cheap. Fortunately, that shop is out of business and that instructor is no longer teaching, but unfortunately, there are still too many that are willing to cut corners. I quit the shop shortly after uh, that incident and stopped working full-time in the industry. The problem with your idea is the liability. With a proper teaching system, with set learning goals and progression, they would never be able to get insured and would probably get sued successfully after the first death for millions of dollars. That guy sounds like I wrote the letter. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I assure you it was not me. Um, But, yeah, I mean, exactly what I'm saying is the – well, just the story right there. So the students wrote a letter to Patty I'm, I'm, because he's a Patty instructor, and the students complained he won't pass me. And Patty asked for the documentation and, and stood by them with the documentation. But 
which is, I mean, I mean that's good. But I mean, that's what the agency's supposed to do, right? And and, this, exactly. and that's what the instructor's yeah. supposed to do. Hey, you're not ready. I don't care that you have a vacation coming up. So where's you're not you're not ready to dive if you're not comfortable with that. You know, that's why I'm saying like you pay me for your. You pay me for my time, not the certification, right? And if I tell you you're not ready to go after, right. you know, that's fine. If you want to find somebody else that will let you go, yeah, that's on that's on them. So and and they will. But like and, I gave you, you paid me for time. I gave I gave you my time. We're we're moving on. Right. Well, I mean, you get you're, when you go you're to, preaching my one hundred one hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, for for one hundred ninety nine dollars, I have to teach you every single thing that I know. In in six hours, no, it's not going to happen. No, yeah. Uh, the thing was there too, though. I mean, I think this guy's the exception. This guy's a huge exception in the industry. This is this is not the rule. You don't see this out there very often. As a matter of fact, the shop. I'm surprised the shop didn't fix that. You know, be like, okay, he won't be your instructor. We'll just throw another one to you, and you'll pass, no problem. You know what I'm saying? Uh, where was the shop in this? Because he didn't say, unless he was teaching independently. But I, I don't think he was. I think he mentioned that the, they gave to the shop. Oh, no, yeah, he said yeah. he was with a shop. So the shop stood by his side? Is that right? No, well, the the shop stood by the side of the, the second instructor that went out and certified them. Right, the guy goes, "Hey, I'm I'm not certifying you guys right. today. Like, it's that's, too, so you guys the shop don't did exactly here. what I said right. they would do. Yeah, the shop did yeah. exactly what I said they would do, which is just get another instructor. You're out of here, and then he they, he got a complaint filed against him for right for having high standards, you know, actually Correct. following the standards. So, yeah, it's um, and that's now that's the, with that's with certification. Just think of no certification, what you'd have out there." Everybody's free to interpret the minimum standards at will. They they have a million different interpretations because there there is no minimum standards. You just can go diving. And, you know, back to your skiing thing, I don't think people, you know, don't you have to have a certain level uh, of competency to be skiing the big hills, like the diamonds, the black diamonds or whatever it's called? I'm not a skier. My wife and kids have skied. I I never got into it too much. I I I haven't been skiing in years, but I remember you know years ago, year, decades ago, yeah, going with my friends, and uh, I I decided to go to the, the Funny, Black uh, Diamond, the yeah. Black Diamond Hill, and they didn't say, "Hey, have you been skiing before?" And when the uh, when the uh, the snowball, the giant <laughs> six foot snowball, got to the bottom of the hill. And it slowly started to melt, and James Mott came out of it. Yeah, uh, I was like, "That was really stupid." What the hell was I thinking? Two words for you, Jamesy: Sonny Bono. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know right, exactly. Let's, exactly. Let's just uh, keep that in our forethoughts. But um, well, you got another. You got another guy that answers. Uh, he's looks like he's from Australia, mate. He says, "Here we are bound by a code of practice. The requirement to be certified is enshrined in law." You're right in what you say. You can feasibly dive regularly and no one will notice. If you were self-sufficient, buy your own gear and compressor. You would bypass the scuba police, but you'd never get on a dive charter. Same for driving, he says. You can buy a car, register, insure it. No one's going to ask to see your license specifically. It's only when you get in trouble that it matters. 
or when someone else has their insurance on the line that you get asked to show certification. Doing your own electrical work, giving financial or legal advice. It's all fun and games until someone loses an eye. His Mm -hmm. point being at the end, he says, I don't see that an independent agency fixes this. Quality of training and verification of completion is a fraction of the problem. If I don't have training or I am never asked to show a certification, the rigor surrounding the qualification process is a moot point. Yeah, agreed. I mean, he has great points there. Um, And I think that goes to what we're talking about. I mean, I think he's just aided our argument or our side of the debate. But uh, hey, Jamesy, Jamesy, we got to wrap this up here. Yes, I'm just saying I was going to say the same same thing to you. So clearly this is. This is a big, big mess that I never, ever should have started upon. <laughs> this is the summary. This is my takeaway. Like, what the hell was I thinking, like, getting into this discussion? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to sign your logbook yet. Brent, okay, don't sign my logbook. Because um, I'm, 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 I'm going to stew on this over this week of whether I want to even finish this thread or not. Maybe we'll see if we get any feedback from the listeners out there. Okay. Uh, how they feel about it, if we should keep going, if they like this one, or if it's like, uh, you know, drop it while it's hot and just <laughs> go and go. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, a, a wise plan. Uh, keep, keep it open for discussion and uh, end it there so we won't all sign right, well, log books. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Again, thank you to all the Patreon members. Thanks. To everybody who's uh, participating with us in Election Madness 2020, join us Monday nights uh, during the rest of this election process here and uh, watch our debates. They're way more fun and civil than the actual presidential debates. And one of us may actually, you know, at the end of this, get voted in and become a write-in ballot for the actual president of the USA. Yeah, they're more civil and they're... I mean... It's basically because we're not assholes. We're not assholes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a be- I, you can call me a lot of names. I'm just not an asshole to every, my fellow human being. So, yeah, tune in. It's a lot of fun. We're, we're going to even ramp it up. I think we're going to have even more fun this week. Uh, you know, we were kind of feeling things out last Monday. But this Monday at 8.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the election madness continues. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Safe diving. this quote like i love from david lee roth christ um <laughs> it's it's the best I, I wrote it down so that i wouldn't forget it which means i have it at such easy disposal <laughs> i've forgotten to remember it because i could always just look it up you know what i mean are you looking it up right now yeah i got it on oh, my okay. phone oh okay no his uh, his quote was i myself am the son of satan although my duties have largely are largely ceremonial <laughs> pretty good yeah i myself am the son of satan although my duties here are largely ceremonial
the fact that he could just come up with that. It's, right, because that was where, just like, where he's like somebody was giving him shit, you know, about uh, like running with the devil back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. Good old. Uh, good old VH. Twenty twenty takes another. Yeah. He got out while he could, though. Yeah. There you go. I used to jog, but the ice cubes kept falling out of my glass. (laughs) (laughs) Rap is poetry to music like beatniks without beards and bongos. He's got some good ones, old Dave. Oh, uh, this one, too, is great. I'm currently running, (laughs) but not for office. (laughs) I used to have a drug problem. Now I make enough money. Oh, this is a good one, too. He's like, you're not a rock star until you can spell subpoena. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Money can't buy you happiness, but it can can buy you a yacht big enough to pull up right alongside it. (laughs) Oh, was that his quote? That's one of my favorite quotes. That's one of my favorite quotes, too. Oh, yeah, that's Dave. I didn't know that was Dave. That was, um, I want to say that was uh, my... Facebook little tagline, you know, for a while, like they had your little tagline on your profile. Yeah. Oh, that was yours? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you a yacht big enough to pull right up beside it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not con- conceited. Conceit is a fault, and I have no faults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, he's got just the best one-liners. <laughs> You buy the land, you get the Indians. It says you stick your head up above the crowd and attract attention, and sometimes somebody will throw a rock at you. That's the territory. You buy the land, you get the Indians. <laughs> oh, man. Problem with so, self-improvement is knowing when to quit. 